Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. Hello, welcome to Where the Heavenly Bodies Are. It is episode 300. And my name is Chapeau Claudette, aka Claudette, my nickname because I love clouds and looking up to the day and night skies. I would like to share with you where the heavenly bodies are on May 10th, 2020 at 11.11 p.m. GMT time. What time is that? That is 17.11. That's 11 minutes after 5 New York. No, 11 minutes after 6 New York City time. And 11 minutes after 3 PST time, California time. So where I'm looking on the horizon would be actually the Afukas 13th constellation rising at about 12 degrees of that constellation followed by something you can't see but we definitely feel those nodes it's a calculated point of the path of the sun and moon and you notice their paths are aligned when you have the solar and lunar eclipses it is the south node at three degrees of sagittarius these are calculated where the heavenly bodies astronomically and mathematically are this is not based on astrology western tropical astrology that uses artificial constellations or vedic that has an equal house system and says that all the constellations are the same size this is just basically looking up into the sky and seeing where they actually are amongst the constellations Here we can see that our moon has not yet risen in the night sky. It will though soon. So Fucus is leading the way and our moon is at 10 degrees of Sagittarius. Earlier today when I started a project during the day actually it was aligned the galactic center. So I'm hoping that you know what I use my energy with today was uh, life changing. And it's something that you can try as well. But actually, our node is at the galactic center. And we are going through some life-changing times. Next, we have Pluto. It is retrograde. And it's been retrograde since the new moon. uh, The last week of April, around the 23rd of April. It is at 28 degrees Sagittarius. Jupiter is slowing down. It's at 30 degrees Sagittarius. And last but not least, retrograde, also standing still today. And it's especially potent when a heavenly body is stationary. And today is the first day that Saturn has not moved one iota before it will go retrograde. And it's at two and zero arch minutes, which makes it really definite. And uh, it is actually in the constellation of Capricorn and this is an earth energy and if you know anything about uh, the archetypes of the constellations the myths the stories they 
believe or they've told us over the years that Saturn is connected with Saturn is connected with Capricorn. So in a way we could say that Saturn has come home to a part of the sky that it is comfortable in. And that's quite interesting because Capricorn is also noted as the sea goat the goat and is the constellation before the part of the sky called the sea so i really feel that this is a very serious time for us to really pay attention and focus on what we want to manifest if we want to Wait, discipline ourselves or be disciplined by others. I know that discipline is going to be part of the story, but it's about who's doing the disciplining. So, okay, so we could discipline ourselves to care about Mother Earth. What can we really do to do that? It's really about what you want to happen and what are you willing to do to make that happen. And when a heavenly body, in my experience, stands still, it's a time to ask these questions and receive the answer. And also to see, listen to what's going on around you. And one thing is really good to be discerning about the information. Just don't take everything for face value listen to everything but make your own critical decision make an informed decision you hear something research it yourself okay so that is what i want to say about saturn standing still it will be there for a little while i will do a special uh podcast tomorrow on motivation monday about all the retrograde heavenly bodies And there are quite a lot of them that will be going retrograde this week. So stay tuned, turn your notification on, and subscribe to uh, the podcast on iTunes or Google Play, Spotify, etc., etc. Also today, we have Mars standing at zero degrees of Aquarius. So it is leaving the constellation of Capricorn, but... In my experience, because I can see in the sky that Aquarius and Capricorn share space, and also because I know that Capricorn is the sea goat connected to water, and as I said, this is part of the part of the sky they call water, and even though Aquarius is an air energy, it is a water bear, so it is also connected to water. So we are coming uh, that cap that the Mars, which is actually mostly related to Aries, to a fire energy, has been in Capricorn. And I always say, and I have done it myself, finally, after telling all my students to do it, putting the fire to the situation, to the earth, to change it, okay? And using that information, that, that yeah, that experience to create 
something else or to start the process. So what happens when you put the flame or the fire or the heat to matter or lead or something or like an idea, what I say, take your passion and put it to a situation, you don't know what exactly is going to happen, especially if you haven't planned it out, but even best plans, you know, change. But what is important to note is that you have the reaction of the fire and the earth starting something and through that initiation there is a gas and that I believe gives information where it can help you to keep changing or develop what you want to do and in this case we can say if we discipline ourselves if we take on board because that's what Mars does we're going to start something and we I think a lot of people have you can see people are not you know just being complacent they are taking action they're asking questions about why the situation because I really feel now for the first time in a way that I can talk globally about these things because it seems like it's all like one big global pot so once people start they might not know what to do but the main thing is to start to to know that this is not what you want you don't want laws made for you you want to the laws to make sense and by starting something then I believe that there will change the reaction and change the situation. Here we have Aquarius. It's so important that even though Mars is a fire energy, is challenged by Aquarius, we have to realize that if we keep the momentum going from the time that Mars was in Capricorn and Aquarius, like I said about, you know, part of Capricorn has Aquarius energy with it so that means that you know the fire got a little bit more support and you know an educator called Aquarius like you know an emotional intelligence so it's not just hot air you know it's not like just finding facts it's really how are we going to do this and it's interesting I'm thinking we do need to use, you know, some kind of innovative way to make sure that the laws that we want to happen for us happen for us and not the laws that we don't want to happen to us happen to us. So, you know, just keep focus and the main thing is, of course, keep the vibration of love. So the thing is, we can't go into the vibration of fear our anger and even though we're tempted to I can see that the main thing is to really rise above that and think how can we really pull together to make an impact for the positive good and the best possible outcome I believe that if the intent is there, it will happen. I believe there is a lot of intent, and I think it's highly spiritual. You'll hear a lot of people say that there's a spiritual war going on, and it seems quite um, evident, prevalent 
here when I look at the chart, but also just when we look at life. Now, just noted that because Neptune, which has been in Aquarius for ages, moves very slowly. It's at 22 degrees, 41 now, and Aquarius only has about 25 degrees. And as soon it is approaching, as the journey says, it's approaching Pisces. And Neptune belongs to Pisces. And the thing about these um, other heavenly bodies is that it takes such a long time sorry, to travel around. And so they've been away from home for age. Like Neptune's been away for 84 years. So you can imagine all the experience, the travels, like you've been away and you've learned all this stuff by being in other people's countries and houses and everything. And now you're back home and what you're bringing with that to the table. And it's going to make you stronger as well. I know that myself from traveling, you know, because you can be more objective about where you come from and you learn things, blah, 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 blah. So that's going to happen sooner than later. I have to find out when, but not tomorrow. But it's in the works, and we got to get prepared for this journey. Next, we have Chiron, which is connected to a Fucus rising. And that's at 15 degrees Pisces. Planet X, Eris, is at 32 degrees of Pisces. Uranus is at 8 degrees of Aries. And that area is very Satus. I say these heavenly bodies are also connected to Satus. Actually, literally, Planet X, Cirrus, is in Satus. If you look in the sky.org, that's where they place it. And next we have our sun, which is 21 degrees of Aries, about to leave this fire. So, you know, again, we have our sun in fire. We have our moon in fire. So, and we have our Mars stationary. So, wow, I'm just thinking, get this passion going. God, I think I can't even sleep tonight if I do what I need to do. Stay passionate and get things going get things done what you really burning desire to do do it during this time you know this next three days before everything changes you know a couple days with the sun still going to be in aries and without any satis our moon has 23 degrees more to go in sagittarius which takes about a day and a half so yeah it was a good day and a half and mars is at zero degrees and it's only gonna be there till five in the morning actually on the 11th but nonetheless if you think about what you're gonna do set up a plan and then do it during this time i think it's a really productive time because mars is beginning its journey bringing the experience from being you know the alchemist putting fire to earth and producing some air and in the Aquarian air and to be really creative about what you want to do and aspire to do that and you have the cosmic weather helping you with the sun and the moon both in fire energy yay especially if you're a Leo and Leo mind you starts sometime and the 10th of August to be exact to the middle of September till 15th, 16th of September is when the sun is shining in Leo. Not like 
artificial constellations anyway next we have mercury at four degrees of taurus and venus at 28 degrees of taurus it will go retrograde next week as well and we have last but definitely not least oh yeah i gotta check that for a couple people we have our north node which you can equate with action has entered taurus and is at 35 degrees now Oh, yeah, and Taurus is 25 degrees. So, yeah, that is where the heavenly bodies are at 2311. That is 17, no, 1811 New York City time and 3 p.m. 11 minutes California time. With your host, Chapeau Claudette, a.k.a. Claudette, because I love clouds and looking up. Mind you, if you're interested, I will put the link. I don't know if I put it yesterday. If you're interested in being one of my beta testers for my course, or if you have your sky chart and sky data, then you are able to put these planets in your chart to see where they are in your sky and just coming from an element point of view um yeah figure out how you can use and balance these energies it's all about balance and yeah at some point i have to talk about that don't i anyway take care of yourselves lots of love for me until tomorrow